Welcome to She Anime Podcast, where four online friends who watch way too much anime come together and talk about it. This week, we're discussing isekai, the anime genre. While no specific anime are discussed, we are not a spoiler-free podcast, so please listen at your own discretion. Along the way, we may be talking about mature themes and content, so if that's not for you, that's totally fine. If you're sticking around, please enjoy. y'all welcome back to she anime podcast this is season two episode 14 oh truck-coon you shouldn't have <laughs> you guessed it this week you have got the cat and kiddo show Yikes. since shay and kenzie are busy with life there is nothing to stop us from talking about isekai <laughs> yeah 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 all right. As you guys know, isekai is an extremely popular genre in fiction right now. We see sometimes half a dozen new ones each anime season in recent years. So join us as we discuss the ins, outs, and loves of isekai. As I mentioned before, we're down two, but I've got Kat here with me. I'm Kido, and man, do I love me a good isekai. I'm Kat, and this is my moment to shine! <laughs> like, if anybody has been listening to this podcast in any capacity, you know this is truly Kat's moment to shine. We were just, like, sitting and thinking, like, it's only two of us. What can we talk about? We were seriously trying to figure it out for a good minute, going back and forth with ideas, and all of a sudden, it was just like, Isekai! It was like, like, like 2.30 a.m. And we were like, Isekai! It was, it was like 2.30 a.m. And- Brushing my teeth while we were doing that. It was so funny. But anyways, <laughs> my goodness gracious. Let's just jump into it, uh, listeners. So, for any newer anime watchers, Isekai may just be a funny word. Simplistically, it is a genre of media where a character or characters are transported into another, usually fantasy world. The word isekai, I believe, translates to a different world. Um, But as animes do, there are lines that are blurred, you know? So what do you think an anime needs to qualify as an isekai? Are there examples of almost isekais? Anything that people say is an isekai that you're like, I don't think it is. You know, what mechanics do you think are more important? Let's discuss, Kat. Okay, so first I would like to specify that you don't necessarily have to die to be an isekai character because that a lot of people feel like, you know, the whole truck coon thing, like you have to die to be able reincarnation isekai is a trope within the isekai genre and the thing is is it's got a lot of tropes that you think are part of it but it could just be a trope um but so basically what qualifies an isekai is being transported through some sort of magical means to a different world from their original world it doesn't have to be a fantasy world either. It could just be like a parallel world or something like that. But most of the time it is a fantasy world because it's the easiest way to explain how they got magically transported to another I was world. Say, <laughs> right. You gotta you gotta pick something with magic to get magic. It feels that way. Um and then now don't get this confused with time travel. I have seen so many people confuse it with time travel. Time travel that. is not an isekai at all because it- in theory, it could slightly could overlap. Slightly overlap, but yes. It probably doesn't. Yeah, because like there are some like overlapping tropes between the two of them. But so time travel is you are traveling to the exact same 
like timeline and area you're just going back or forward in time whereas an isekai you're literally going to a parallel world or even just a different like dimension or whatever but it's not the same timeline anything that you do in this isekai world may or may not actually probably has zero effect on the world a negative effect probably like it's so different yeah and then so like a good example of an almost isekai is actually bleach i've heard a lot of people call bleach an isekai they do they actually actually call bleach an isekai it is not because you get a lot of uh you get a lot of arguments that oh well it's an isekai because he goes to the soul society he goes to waco mundo but the thing is is those are like those are kind of like spirit worlds of the real world of the real world it's kind of like going to heaven or hell you're not isekai into heaven or hell like and it, it's <laughs> tricky i feel that because i i get the vibe mm-hmm. and i'm 100 because i as i was preparing for this just to get my brain on it i did google many isekai lists just to see and bleach was on several of them and i was like bleach yeah. i was like part of this and this is kind of like a swing into um i guess one of the points while isekai don't have to be certain types of things there are certain tropes that come across over and over again why you don't have to die usually the transportation isn't intentional Mm -hmm. you are transported by like whoa how did that happen in Mm -hmm. ichigo's case the soul society kind of slams into him and yeah. he goes, bet, I'll do this. But he voluntarily travels to what he knows is another world. That's not the same vibe mm-hmm. as the isekai, where you open a mysterious book, and next thing you know, you wake up in a grassy field. There's, yeah. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the thing is, it's, it's like, yeah, with especially with Bleach. Bleach is really, really that kind of difficult uh that that difficult one where it's like yes i see where you're coming from but here's all this evidence against it you know um especially because it's like there is so much connection between all of the worlds and that's like one of the reasons why these worlds exist and why they're able to come like they're readily you know jumping back and forth in in between i also feel like i feel like world travel is another like squimish kind of thing if it's a storyline that revolves around traveling from world to world there are multiple dimensions Mm -hmm. you know going from world to world i i still wouldn't consider that necessarily an isekai Mm -hmm. if the whole main plot is world jumping that's because if that was the case if that was the case genshin would be a fucking isekai i mean it's almost one but exactly because genshin's Um, like literally the main premise is about the the protagonists who are ether and lumine they are literally world jumping the entire time. The only time. reason that Genshin gets the is it an isekai vibe is because we don't actually have our memory of how we got to where, like mm-hmm. exactly where we are and when we are. But like, they jump worlds! And every time they go to a new world, I would consider it a whole new isekai. Like, it's just, that's just the <laughs> plot of the piece. But some yeah. people would disagree. I'm not about that. Yeah. How about um, you, you know? with you there like the death is like typical in, in recent ones because of that reincarnation thing but a lot yeah. of majority Re- of them when they first came out you're not, right it's not death. Re- the recent hype of isekai has been reincarnation and we know why 
yeah it was the commercial success of reincarnated as a slime well actually i think re-zero came out first re-zero did come out first but the entire like slogan of it the what re-zero okay compared to the ones that keep coming out now yeah reincarnated as a slime is that vibe is what i mean oh yeah zero is a little different like i mean i like re-zero i didn't watch all of it but it's a different i would say that's a different vibe yeah um but uh same idea and you know it comes with something supernatural knocking you somewhere else you know that's all you need i'm with mm-hmm. you um but i was gonna it was gonna like riff, re-riff on time travel because yeah. like you know something like a tokyo revengers is just time travel mm-hmm. he's just going back at them he is literally his younger self you know yeah. but then i like compare it to or the remake your life that was when i watched back again he's going back and changing a timeline is he in a whole new world from where he was before metaphorically sure but that's still his sister and it's still his line one of the ones that i will argue to my dying breath and i don't care what anyone says is inuyasha is commonly considered an isekai i would refi- it's not it's is still it, the is same it, time, isn't it a time travel i was gonna it's say like isn't she just time travel. traveling back to the feudal era exactly now when it first occurs when it happens the first time and she falls through the well i can see why you would go oh this is an isekai she falls through a magical portal and ends up in a magical place but then as you continue through the story you understand that this isn't a magical place there just used to be magic 500 years ago on this earth mm-hmm. that well she travels through and the tree that the Inuyasha is pinned to in the first episode are still in modern day Tokyo they're at her house it's time travel she is the reincarnation of a priestess from 500 years ago that is for factual mm-hmm. but it is the exact same timeline she meets people from 500 years ago that are in her history books today yeah. And so I get why it's an easy cut. I get why people mm-hmm. do it because it has all the recipe makings. But feudal mm-hmm. Japan is still just Japan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's where I kind of draw that line, that, yeah. that, that time travel line. Um, and also, because we mentioned reincarnation, I will reaffirm that a reincarnation doesn't make it an easy yes, either. That is that, so true. That comes back with my just made argument with the because She's reincarnated from the other girl. Don't make it an easy guy. Uh, otherwise, Sailor Moon would be an easy <laughs> because <laughs> they're all reincarnated. They're all reincarnated. It's virtually the worst. Kenzie, when I meet her, because that's when she usually goes and says, "You know, every time we talk about Sailor Moon, I realize I don't know anything about it." Because <laughs> <laughs> technically, it's literally the story of a princess and all of her people getting reincarnated on a completely different planet. Like, yeah. but we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the nature of the show, which is not how it works. True. So no, I'm with you on all that. Yeah, I feel it. So we know what an isekai is now, guys. And of course, you guys are all like I said, lines are blurred. Pick what you want. No one's gonna fist fight you about what you consider an isekai. We're all nerds, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's talk about why we like the genre, why it's popular. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, like we get like a dozen a year at least. It's kind of crazy. Some of them have the same names. Uh, often feel like there are literal copies. You're like one season, you're like, oh, okay, a really a re- a realist rebuilds a kingdom. That's great. And then you're like two seasons later, you're like a logical man rebuilds a society. You're like, that's the same thing, sir. And I think it's so funny. And I just it's 
such a common thing that I, I giggle about. And of course, there's like tropes that come over and over. There are many, many, many isekai where you get put in a video game world, you know? Mm-hmm. But they're usually separate enough that you can say, oh, that's different. Like, I always make jokes that SAO is a dot hack ripoff, but they're different. <laughs> like, they're oh, different. That was such a huge thing when SAO came out was everybody saying, oh, well, it's just like dot hack. And I was like, I mean, I get what you're saying, but not it's, really. I mean, the thing at the time that SAO came out, dot hack was like the one yeah and so anything that sounded like dot hack was like that's a dot hack ripoff um what keeps people coming back what's the question right like why are these shows so popular and while we're at it what's your favorite thing about isekais like why do you keep coming back Cat, because it can only be one of us too so um we get a two for one because uh, the reason why I feel like it's so popular is the exact same reason why I absolutely love isekais. Escapism. The world fucking sucks. So why wouldn't people be interested in escaping it? Like living vicariously through other characters who escape a shit world or shit life and get to start over. Like, is that not the dream? Is that not the dream right now? It um, really, really is. And like, that's why, like, that's why I watch it is because of the fact that I'm like, I get to watch these characters get to start over. Yeah, sometimes, you know, as you'll see with one of my choices later, they get handed the shit end of the stick, even after they've been really <laughs> You cracking me up. Bad. Oh, but uh, yeah, no. Um, and, you know, then there are those who will watch literally the most popular isekai literally for their waifus and husbandos and right. i can't believe it. i just said those words and- oh come on you can Ugh. say them we're all weebs or what like, but- we're all good fight good solid weebs who's gonna fight us but like literally like that is uh, one of the things that isekais are known for are the you know busty pretty you know women or the you know very attractive like you know butler type looking dudes or i'm trying to think of like most of, i watch mostly all isekais i mean are, anime uh, is usually fan servicey <laughs> yeah. no isekais are usually fan servicey because they're usually geared towards the male audience mm-hmm. so you have no i feel that i, I get yeah. i know what you're trying to say but there. i mean i like i mean if i if I wanted to get up right now, I could literally grab a figure off of my shelf right now that is from an isekai that is very um let's just say it's a kitty maid. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, no, so um yeah, it's one of those things. It's one of those things, and you know, that's just kind of you know, that's just kind of how it is. Um, you either you like there's a lot of reasons why people it, it's the same reason why people like anime in general and why one genre appeals to you more than the other genre and isekai is the exact same it's just a genre within this wide you know range of things that it just attracts you and like you know if you're watching a movie about the exact same thing guess what you're gonna love the you know love the whole thing it's the same vibe yeah if you like action movies you like action movies right yeah so just want to escape the world because it sucks it fucking sucks let me tell you man it sucks uh-huh. you know, <laughs> you know? Uh, i mean you're not wrong i think the main reason i think anybody talking about isekai would agree that the main reason that people find a connection to it 
is that escapism, is the fact that it's not just the difference between, you know, this is what I was talking about, like the difference between something that where you're going, they're taking the conscious effort to go back and forth between different worlds just because that's what you do versus leaving where you are and going somewhere brand new. They're just, they're just different. Yeah. Um, and so like, yeah, people want to run the fuck away. You know how I feel about 20-something office workers that dip out of their Monday <laughs> lives. They don't even have to be isekais. You know how I feel about it. Um, surprisingly to everyone here, I've been killing slides for 300 years and maxed out my level is not in my summary of anything, but I couldn't let it go without saying it once. <laughs> um, God, that was that was my dream. I can't even say it was, was it a great anime? I don't know, but it was my fucking dream. Um, but I also think, um, isekai, specifically the ones that kind of come at the same package, the ones that we kind of see done over and over again, are usually pretty comedic. Mm-hmm. And I think in the anime world, when you're trying to find a comedy, you don't really have a lot of, of, of options. There's always humor in an adventure anime. Mm-hmm. Like nobody watches Naruto or Fairy Tale and didn't laugh at something. Like it's it's got humor built in, but the main point is a very like it's usually a heavier, solid. Mm-hmm plot line that's going to have a big finish um and then other ones something like an sao even is you know you know you're locked in you like everyone could die it's not like super lighthearted. yeah uh, but the ones that we see a lot the ones that we see quite often that keep getting remade in the recent a uh, few years it's about five years um they're that very same really airy light novel kind of mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of quirky yeah, yeah, I'm good at games. I'll go to a world where I play games for stakes. Like, yeah, it's a very, it's very quirky. And comedy is something that's kind of hard to pinpoint in any kind of media. Everyone has their own kind of thing that makes them laugh. And if that type of thing gives you entertainment, you would continue to follow it. So I think that people whose itch that scratches, and I really agree with you with the waifu part, um, <laughs> for like how they do it, they're like, okay, I get the kind of humor I like usually the main characters are like the nerds that are in the hey, that's so weird to say honestly well yeah no truly because are like the people that, they're like you they're like the yeah. demographic that they're after the well yeah because like right now there's a there's an isekai that's airing right now and that's the otome game one yes where he's literally he literally dies because he's so he he his sister forces him to play this otome game for her because she Mm -hmm. doesn't want to play the game to get all of the endings so she forces him because he's a gamer and that's what he does and so he plays all of these endings of this otome game and then he falls down the stairs because he was so tired um from literally pulling an (laughs) all-nighter he literally stayed up for like three days to play this game and then he goes to he wants to go to the store because he's hungry and so he falls down the stairs and dies and it's teleported into the into break up. That's into so the, rude. He, he literally, he's like, I don't want to die like this. And then he dies and gets teleported into the Otome game that he fucking hated that he had to play for three days for his sister. Okay, I love that. Okay, I love that energy. I'm just going to aside it really fast. This one is not an anime, but there is a webtoon where you get with they died they got reincarnated into a fantasy old old type of fantasy world and i just thought it was so funny because there's three characters in that one 
Mm-hmm. And one of them was like, oh, I was dying in bed from my liver because I drank too much. And I used to play this to pass the time. And then one of them was like, it was popular. So I decided to play it. But like, how much do I re- or read it? So how much do I remember? And then the guy that had been transported was like, this was all my little sisters. And one time I had to take a shit. So I was just reading the novels because I was like passing the time. And he's like, I don't know any of the characters. I'm sorry. I just like the concept of people that are transported into things that are real like like a story that existed in their world but they have no idea what the fuck the storyline is like it's the funniest thing I love anyways. That. <laughs> anyways my point is and this is even you know that's an example i said is a webtoon if you go on that decay webtoon side of things there are so many isekai again mm-hmm. and i think it's the same and, and, and I think people there like are that. Be, be wary though of isekai adjacents because there's stuff like solo leveling which isn't technically an isekai because that one's within like that's just fantasy stuff popping up within the real world so don't be fooled because there's a lot of there's a lot of those as well where people are like oh look at this good isekai and it's not really an isekai there's just a lot but trust as someone who has read so many there's so many out there but there's there's a lot in general what there's webtoons let me stop uh that's (laughs) not what we're here for uh there it is I also will say, and this is why I back to what I was saying earlier. That I can go on as many tangents as I want. It's Isekai Day. We can do anything we want. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> um, so back to what I was saying previously, when you relate a lot to that main character and they get to live more or less your fantasy, you know, people cling to that. Like I said, I don't one of my favorite isekais aren't the typical isekais people, you know, go after uh 20 year old office workers but like that's because i see me that's me i want to get knocked the fuck out and transported to a world where i don't have to do anything at all that sounds ideal and i will watch anything they put out with that premise because that's who i am and so somebody who might be a really big nerd and doesn't really have a lot of friends and spends all their time reading or playing video games or watching anime when they get to see a character that looks just like them get transported into something way cooler that's that same connection Mm -hmm. Also, I think because of that, they make a very good gateway anime yes. for people that aren't really into anime. Now, I don't always come straight out and say, well, I started all online first. No, I mean, it's it's popular for a reason and all that. And if someone tells me it was their first anime, that makes sense because it was mm-hmm. both popular and an easy guy. Because you're sitting here with a, you know, it's a video game. And everyone can relate to that. Most people watching anime, to some extent, have done some type of gaming. Even if they decided it wasn't their thing, they're not clueless about the world of gaming. And for other people, they love gaming, and it's the thing they do. So when you got this, it was a great, like, and with any other anime like this, it was like, this is just one, the one from the, you know, last decade that mattered. And literally just barely the last decade. I, sh- 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 I know what I said. I know what I said. I made the cutoff. The I was like the last. I was like 2012. I was literally nodding my head to myself. But anyways, uh, when you're doing that, like I said, when people are kind of just like sitting there and um and trying to experience something, you know, that they can transition between regular TV and animated, I just think it's something really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, my my favorite example of that is the Harry Potter effect. You're a wizard, Harry. That is a very typical because a lot of times when these people are transported into these Sakai worlds. A lot of times it's mundane, but a lot of times it's the classic chosen one trope, which is something anyone who reads any books is very familiar with. Uh Um, So this is a very, especially in the YA crowd in general, 
anywhere where you get to, oh, wow, I was a normal human. And now there are vampires everywhere. That's not an East kind, but you get my idea. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, wow, I'm secretly part Fae and now I'm in a Fae world. Like those types of books are very popular. And while they wouldn't be isekais necessarily, they have the exact same energy. Yeah. Um, and so people that like those types of things are, are, are easy to ease into anime when you kind of make that connection. Uh, but in terms of what I love, you know, I'm just a sucker for a female driven isekai. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's why I, I laugh about this. I was really excited to tell isekais and cat. And I think my favorite part about our love of isekais is that we love very different isekais. Yes. So we, yes do. We, like, do. We, we respect each other's isekais. I don't hate a lot of them. But they don't like vibe with me the same way. And Kat will be like, this is the best shit ever. And I'm like, why don't they anime mine? I'm literally (laughs) an interesting balance. Uh, Yeah, so anyways, um, we talked about what they are. We talked about why they are. And now it's time for a classic cat and keto conversation, which is just, what is your favorite? Like, you know, we always got to talk about favorites a little bit. Sometimes I want to be deep and heavy, y'all, but not for this time. This time, I just want you to tell me to spend a couple of minutes, pick a couple of isekai, whatever have you, or the couple, whatever you want. I just gush about them. Like, why do you love them? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So the outline says pick two, one or two. And I was like, just two. Okay. You could, you could love whatever you want. By the way. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. Um, obviously, obviously I'm going to talk about reincarnated as a slime because that is literally the one that I've been obsessed. Like I can't stop rewatching it. Um, I can't wait for the movie to come out. I literally, I'm obsessed with it. Um, and so it's a newer favorite of mine. Um, it came ar- it came out around the time that we started to get a real resurgence of the isekai um though honestly the isekai genre never truly goes away it's been a staple yeah. for a long long long, long time. It's just, time it's just it's been like a resurgence of like keto said we're seeing like five six seasons um and so like this came out around the time that we started to see titles like re-zero konosuba overlord all of that kind of stuff um, which mm-hmm. was, you know, right after the big, huge, like, like, surgence of like SAO and all of that stuff. So like the 2014 to 2016 era. Um, and so uh, reincarnated as slime, to me personally, out of all of those ones that came out, has the most enjoyable cast of characters, and one of the most enjoyable premises for me, at least. Like, I couldn't sit through ReZero. I literally think I've maybe watched, like, six episodes of it, and I can't stand it. It drives me If it makes nuts. you feel better, I don't think I got past 12. And then Konosuba. I will, though. Like, I've seen, I've seen the beginning of every single one because I will start an isekai because of the fact that it's an isekai. But it doesn't mean I necessarily will like it. Uh, you know, Konosuba started that one didn't I could not I couldn't like the characters annoyed the shit out of me and I didn't like it and it's fine it's you know that's one of those things like a lot of people really like it but I personally did not like it and that's the cool thing about isekai is there's so much content that you don't all have to have the exact same favorites reincarnated slime is that one for me though and so, yes, Rimuru is kind of a little bit smarmy at the very beginning of the anime. 
and kind of obsessed with like ugling like women and stuff like that. And there's still a lot of that whole like, ooh, boobs kind of thing when there's a fan service moment, but it's not as frequent later on in the um, show as it was like at the very, very beginning. But that's something that you're going to find in a lot of the isekai that you will uh, that you'll come across, especially the ones that are written by men targeted towards a shonen and you know seinen audience you're going to see a lot more of that fan service and that like you know ogling of women and but panty shots i know i know know, big boobs yeah but for me you know rimuru is like one of my favorite characters because he becomes like this really amazing like lovable character um like and he's a great leader who absolutely loves and cares for his people um he he forms like amazing bonds with all of you know all of these people um and it's one of those shows that i can just turn my brain off and just enjoy and that's the best thing about isekais is you can shut your brain off and just enjoy them it's the perfect escape really plus riburu also the gender envy that comes from Rimuru because he is genderless which is beautiful and wonderful um <laughs> that's so good for you I didn't think about that that's yeah. so sweet that's also another reason why I think I connect so much with um reincarnated as the slime is because of the fact that he's genderless I love that no, I mean that he, pre- he presents cause... he presents you know himself as a male because that's but he is genderless he can present himself as a woman if he chooses to and you know yeah man i feel bad about not liking him at all rimuru can be annoying like really really annoying especially if you only i will say if you are only a dub watcher and i'm not hate i'm not hate because i watch dub all the time literally i love dub but if you are a dub watcher, you will probably hate Rimuru because of the fact that they really modernize a lot of the stuff that he says. And he says, it's funny though. I like, I love Brittany uh, Karabowski who voices Rimuru, but like some of the stuff that he says in English, I'm just like, what? He like says like for like, like I'm trying to think of one of the ones it's really weird slang that you're just like, okay. What is that doing in this anime? I've only um, seen clips, but I couldn't tell you what off the top of I could off the top of my head, head, but it's like so funny. And it's just like uh like he's like for sure or something like that. And I'm just like, you're a slime. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> uh or like for reels and like oh stuff. My god. Like, it's like it's like stuff you would have heard like kids say in like the early like 2000s. Like it's 2007 slang. I got you. 2006, 2005 no, slang. Oh yeah, it's it's that it's that like 2000. Fashion was middle school. Fashion was middle school. Fashion, yeah, yeah. Fashion was middle school. And of that course, it's, and of course, it's like Brittany Karabowski's voice. And if you guys don't know, Brittany Karabowski's got this like really, like there's a reason she was selected for Rimuru is that she's got a voice that it's kind of like if you put it on a character, it could be a you know male voice and it could be a female voice kind of. Um, voice but it's just that it, which fits for Rimuru because he's not really one or the other um but yes absolutely reincarnated as slime I will 
preach it to the you know end of end of time I absolutely love it plus it gave me uh ghee crimson and beautiful um (laughs) you're right um, some of the people are just pretty and I'll let you have oh they are so pretty 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 oh gosh I love them all um but Another one, which you guys have definitely heard me gush about. Both of the ones that I picked are ones that you guys have heard me gush about. So I don't know why you should ever be surprised. Spirit Chronicles. Sere Gensuki was literally, this anime left a mark on me when I finished it. Like literally the first episode when I watched that first episode and I reached out to everybody, I was like, guys, the trauma in this one. because that is literally what this show is 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 trauma um is it basically like all the others yeah because it's you know it's one of those light novels that's based off you know those anime isekai anime that's based off of a light novel and a lot of those have very similar feels you know he gets into this bus accident and is teleported into this you know fantasy world and the thing that's different about this one is he is reincarnated almost or he becomes this kid named Rio who is stuck in the slums and is basically beaten to shit every single day um and it's so like this poor kid is so traumatized from the get-go like so much bad shit happens to him um and then you know things start to look up and he you know starts to learn about his new persona like the history of uh, this character you find out how his his mom and dad died and that shit's traumatizing and um then he forms this relationship with this uh with this girl and you're like, oh, cute, it's cute little romance. And then she gets, uh, um, she gets caught up in uh, a marriage plot, and he has to try to save her. And that's how it ends, by the way, is uh, right after he saves her. Um, <laughs> so obviously, I plan on. I, I haven't gotten there yet, but I am reading the uh, light novel series. It's just reading light novels takes a lot longer for me than reading a. Uh, manga because reading a manga is super easy whereas like reading a light novel is actual words um (laughs) and it's a lot of world building you read about that it's a lot of world building um but so for the fact that you know from beginning to end they held nothing back with traumatizing the main character like poor rio he was literally traumatized from day one it was satisfying enough and unlike you know a lot of isekai that have come out lately you know similar to this there's no weird incest plot and i'm looking at you reincarnated as assassin because that fucking pissed me off yeah the incest plots always <laughs> come through somewhere uh, yeah the incest plot even if they're not there they're, they're there alluded to. you know what i mean like yeah that's your sister anyways not important yeah or you know your cousin and your parents are cousins as well and we're looking at you, Marmalade Boy. Sorry, that's not an isekai, but I can never get over that. Oh, um, yeah, 
Yeah. That was the funniest. I'm sorry, y'all. Let's. I digress. I, I forgot. I forgot about that. Holy shit! Because it's wow. not incest, but it's so incest adjacent that I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Um, and then so something else that both of these anime uh, have that I also really like is that well, yeah, there's a lot of fan service because it's a. It's like, there's no sexual assault plots <sighs> because that has been happening a lot lately and it's a really popular thing in isekai lately and like is it just me or why like like i feel like this is i would like to just preface this with no disrespect men are awful thank you like it's been happening a fucking lot lately and it's so annoying and i'm just like i literally had to stop an anime and people are like oh this like i've heard people say that this anime that i this one anime that i dropped they said that it's so good it's so good i couldn't get past the first like 20 minutes of it not even 20 like first like 10 minutes of it five minutes even like i, I could not of those. because it was it literally opens with sexual assault and i'm just like oh i remember you told us about that one mm-hmm. yeah i told you about that one um but yeah no Mm-mm. but yeah no my my favorites that i wanted to talk about I've already talked about multiple times and I will talk about again. So keto. Talk about the ones I'm so excited for you to talk about these two because I was hoping you'd talk about these two. Okay. I am, as I mentioned, different when it comes to Isekai. My I remember learning what Isekai was as a young child of the public library, sifting through different manga and discovering it was the third volume at the time, don't ask questions, of the classic. Fushigi Yugi. All right, y'all. That was also that good ass reverse harem ship, but not important. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of that one, um, just uh, God, I forgot her name. Because me, 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 y'all forgot her name. Give me two seconds, y'all. That's rude of me. Uh, it's been so many years. She's on my bookshelf, and I still forgot her name. Uh, uh Miyaka. Um. She literally ends up opening a book. I made a, a reference before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an old book about four gods, and she's poo, magically transported in. Um, ends up making a lot of new allies. Kind of figures out it's a it's another one of those types of chosen one tropes. A little different, but the idea was that you know she's part of this big, way bigger worldly <laughs> puzzle that she kind of has to solve, and she ends up in this beautiful torrid back in. Okay, let me stop. Okay, so you know you've got what's the word I want. If you don't like, mm, I'm trying to figure this out. It's a combination of what would be the romance type anime plus an adventure anime, but it's all wrapped together in an isekai. This is what I would do. I would put Inuyasha here if I considered it an isekai, but it's not. So, <laughs> so that same, that energy, you, you follow Miyako, who I love. I love her person. I love who she is. Um, Tamahome, who's eventually going to be the... Uh, main interest there and her antagonist was her IRL uh, bestie that is also here and they're all just they're like I said they're all combined in one big giant story and involving lots of gods not to spoil the specific details of it but when I talk about female driven isekai this is the type I mean Mm -hmm. I because it's not 
while you still have that the romantic side plot element because most shoujo type are going to have those regardless you have a very deep storyline that you get invested in because you're like okay you're trying to piece together this puzzle you're collecting all the different people uh, that are necessary to come on and make this big fight you know that's not just fantastical but personal and it's done amazingly now the anime i don't believe is all of it but if you love yourself go read the manga too but it is me trying to talk about this vaguely enough because i don't want to give it away i want you to watch it or read it mm-hmm. uh, but it is probably the very first example i have of an isekai and i think it's probably you know me i'm a nostalgia bitch mm-hmm. and i think that's part of the reason uh, the next one i rolled into after that which i don't think has an anime is magic knight ray earth and that is actually my favorite isekai of all time i love magic night rayer i always made i made the joke that sailor moon isn't an isekai well i found one i found a transforming isekai a magical girl isekai um and that was the one i literally died on that headline so um so it'll always have my heart i love the balance that it gives you of the normal person because she's just a regular old school girl there's nothing crazy about her it's not the same type where you have like the current one of them it's an older uh, show the, the current run of them is usually the typical people you see today, the nerd, the gamer guy, the, you know, whatever have you, even the girls, like uh, Land of Leedale was last season. I loved it. It was a really fun show. But even that example, like she's reborn into a video game that she played so much of that she's just an obscenely OP character. Like mm-hmm. she gets reborn in the game as herself. But you know, like sometimes she's like, oh, you have to work hard. No, she was OP because she literally spent an obscene amount of hours playing this game. There's this one item in particular she has that you earn after like 20, like after it's like 20,000 hours. It's something I'm seeing like that or 10,000 hours. And like, she has two of them. Like whatever it is was insane. So like you get the nerd, even now when I talk about a female driven isekai, they have that type where this was really truly a regular school girl. And that's why I kind of like these old ones um, that it, was, it wasn't it was even that nerd aspect. It was just someone who's just put somewhere they didn't know where they could be. It gives you that found family trope because of the collection of people that end up fighting for her life because they you know, pledge themselves to her. And it's just, it's beautiful. You laugh, you cry. It's, it's, it's a masterpiece, I think. Uh, and then, and I'm glad that you enjoy this because nobody talks about it enough. I literally, yes, easy guy. I literally was going to talk about it, but then I was like, no, Keto watch it, watched more of it than I did because I, like, it's probably literally my first isekai if I think about it and I also, didn't know what isekai was when this happened or this would be my first yeah. but I did know what it but was like, when if, I got to if you book. think of, like if you think about it like in retrospect like it's my first isekai because this was like one of the first correct that I watched I was six you yeah. know <laughs> Plus Seven, also eight. my it was also this was my favorite over the other uh the other series that was its competitor you know i love them both completely I lo- oh i love them i love them both but what this I, was my favorite what i hate <laughs> what i hate about it be us vaguely talking about it what i hate about it is when people talk about what over the other and i know that means you didn't watch it like you yes just, it yeah you didn't matter. watch it because they're anyways, not the same at they're all. not the same at all but anyways my point is you've guessed it guys it's digimon digimon's the best isekai of all time and everyone else could go home and you could fight me on that yes. you can meet me behind in the denny's parking lot at 3 a.m because it's the truth specifically you, 3 a.m <laughs> that's it that's the I, only I time we I, got I, 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 <laughs> if you're not there 259 not gonna happen 301 i'm outie anyways um 
but of course the nature of this this one's harder to tell someone to go back and watch and they remade it recently don't watch that um <laughs> don't, don't watch what they remade um but if you skip, if you're not like me, it got grew up literally with this on Saturday morning cartoons when you were eight years old, um, it might be a little harder to connect to it. But the storyline, even though it's still kids, guys, is really, really good. It wasn't until I rewatched Digimon when I was older that I was like, I'm stupid. This is Isaka. I literally was like, this is the same trope. But because you know, when you're little, it's just like, oh, adventures. But these kids are transported. You know, they make a weird friend, they, almost like an imaginary friend to them. And they're all literally just whooshed, imported, literally downloaded <laughs> into a digital world. Mm-hmm. And I think the youngest one is, aren't they, aren't they like, aren't they like 11 in this? Well, the, I think the older ones are like 11, 12 years old. And, and the youngest the youngest is like, is nine. like uh, I think there's, uh, there's one that's like significantly TK, it's, TK, it's TK and Kari that are super young. Yeah, they're like a young. They're super young, like it's yeah. three years. Yeah, I think they're like eleven, twelve, and so they're like eight, nine, like the yeah. other two are. Yeah, they're like and yeah. they're little kids. Mm-hmm. And you guys know how much I hate kids. That's why I hated the Promise Neverland. Not like hate kids, but I hate when kids are in danger. But Digimon, I think, did it in a way far less graphic. So I don't take as much offense to it. Um, but the idea is they get stuck in this digital world and they have no way. They have no idea how to get home. They're in this world and they're known as the Digi-Destined and it's their fate to save the digital world. Mm -hmm. But they're literally children and they go through a lot, a lot of adventures together. Um, Their first season is very classic. It's pretty good. It's just like an introduction. You get to meet these these best boy characters who I adore. The second season introduces a cast of new Digi-Destined, but those younger kids are actually grown up to the same age or a little older than their previous ones were and it's their cast of characters but the old guys from the previous season are still right there with them and they continue on one of the best anime movies period i don't want to talk about it y'all digimon does not get enough credit because it's always rip off pokemon Mm -hmm. listen i love pokemon i watched every single series of pokemon up until what's the last one? Which one was the one Zena Robinson was the lead in? I watched that one. That's like 2020. All right. I watch all of Pokemon. I own every game. This is not an aside to Pokemon, but Digimon is different. I've also played Digimon Cyber Sleuth. So very good game. The point is, they're very different series. And this mm-hmm. key reason here, this is the Digimon, the Isekai effect is one of the big reasons that it is so different. It's plot, the way that it's what is it generated is just completely different type of adventure um they continue to make other series with it of course the third season uh sketch we don't talk about it the fourth season has the best theme song just throwing that out there and then if you guys get forward a little more digimon try tri they actually did a mod like a a a grown-up version where the original kids that were 11 and 12 in the first season and then 14 and 15 and 16 in the second season no i think you're 13 14 whatever have you and the next season they are because you're trying to get into high school i believe in the second season and then you have this one where they're like college age they're like young adults and you get to kind of feel that like you get to see them grow up completely and each time there's some kind of destruction in this digital world you know they're charged with going back and trying to save the balance 
And it is truly, if you have never entertained Digimon as anything but bootleg Pokemon, I really implore you to watch like 10 episodes. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I know it's old animation. I know they're kids, but like, yeah, I know I picked two old ass shits, but y'all know I'm the nostalgia bitch here. These are the two, like these are, and the reason I list these probably are because they were my first introduction. Digimon to a classic Isekai where you're like, oh no, stunned. And they feature you to the romantic adventure type. And both of them are the ones that I like to take to the bank. <laughs> Schoolgirl yeah. issues and cute, lovable monsters. I I think it's it's a blast. Uh, but let me stop. We have talked enough. And I mean that. Um, we know what we did. But you know, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up with one of my favorite things. I am a sucker for these types of questions. Um, if you just learned what an isekai is or you've been hev- hesitant to start one because of some reason or another, uh, then this one is for you. Uh, Kat, we're going to keep this brief. Just do a quick summary because I'm going to just do a quick summary. I'm like, this is why it's great for, you know, new people. But um, if you're going to suggest three isekai for new watchers, what would they be? What would be three starter isekai for personality wise go ahead i cheated i have four um i won't fight i'm not gonna fight so uh first familiar of zero i'm sorry i'm sorry that's the first one you just started talking but i'm so glad you put it on here Uh, yes so funny romantic isekai it's a it is a shonen um romance but 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 it's so good and it has multiple seasons and it has a very satisfying ending and it's really it's really cute it's, you know, it, it's like one of those, uh, it, it's an introductory, it, it really is an introductory beginner anime. You stole um, it. Like, I was like, shit, what am I going to come up with? I was literally <laughs> going to come up with earlier. It's like, one of my favorites. I fucking love this one. I literally was obsessed. I literally rewatched it multiple times, uh, you know, after the first, like, several times I watched it. Plus, it's I the introduction not, but to one it. of the best, like, Sundere characters ever, uh, like, y- you know. She's right, you, like, usually I don't like Sundere, but I like I loved it here. Yes. And Anyways. it's also it also has, you know, a harem concept, like aspects of harem. It's yeah, not a it's... true harem because he, you know, it, it's endgame, this, you know, main couple. It's very obvious. Here, and yeah, it's not. But no there level. is like harem aspects to it. But yeah. Uh, and then obviously reincarnated, reincarnated as a slime. You know, it's one of the more tame, you know, isekai. And I feel like it's easy to digest, you know, one, you know, get into the genre and kind of branch out from there um <clears throat> sort out of line i know sao gets a lot of hate but it's a great starter anime um and it's a great starter isekai um it just has enough to pull you into that isekai world from the first season um to kind of give you a taste and you know the reason i say specifically the first season is because outside of um alicization and the first season the rest of the seasons are just video games because it's literally just them logging into a, you know, virtual reality video game. Um, and all the rest of them are, you know, it, it, it's about them, you know, just playing in this video game world. Whereas uh, the first season in Alicization, there's real like stakes, like they had no choice. Like there was no choice. They're like literally stuck in these games um, and they could die if they die in the game. Um, and then... <laughs> I I, I I stole this one. I literally stole this one. I got first dibs because I wrote right. it. 
I think it's so funny. It's so funny. Suki Michi, which is the best of the best, and it is the craziest, funniest fucking isekai that I've ever, ever watched, and I highly recommend you watch it. The setting. I will give you a brief setting. A family is isekai away from their fantasy world to our world, but promised the god that one of their kids would be isekai back to that fantasy world later on. And that's I will just say, the premise of how he got say, teleported. Watch other ones first, but then come back to this one. Oh yeah, I want you to. I want you to get the isekai trope and then hit this one because it's even fucking funny. Like especially, I think that's oh why gosh. we love it so much is because we yes! love the isekai genre. Mm-hmm. Um, is because of the fact that it literally like. It, it is an isekai, but it also kind of mocks isekais in a way. It is a hundred percent a satire isekai. Fucking hilarious, and I can't wait for season two because Please. season two is going to be fucking great. God, um, it's so but funny. Keto, there you go. I kept it as brief as possible. You did. I'm going to try to do the exact same. Okay, so I had to really scramble because Kat stole two of mine. Um, the <laughs> what enough that I'm going to say. So I know I'm, I'm going to kind of take this from an angle of people that are, ner- are kind of like nervous about getting into isekai. I know a lot of times when you're looking at, and this is from my perspective, reincarnated as a slime is not something that appeals to me. Love you, Kat. But if somebody told me that's how all isekai was, I wouldn't watch isekai. But so I'm giving you some like other angles to kind of get into the genre mm-hmm. so you can kind of see other things that you would like. So like Kat gave you like, and I mean, that's like the staples. Like if you're like, I want to learn isekai, watch those hundred percent. So this is a th- this is like a, a towing kind of thing. So like if SAO was an interesting vibe for you, but you weren't sure if you wanted to jump on, I suggest Log Horizon. All right, we have a video, a veteran gamer, same kind of like premise or someone who loves video games and they're getting trapped inside their online video game world again. Um, it's a very similar type of premise. It's different. It's, it's, it's pretty solid. I think the plot is pretty good. It's not complete though. Sorry, I mean, things aren't done perfect. Um, listen, I had to scramble, but I do think it's a good alternative to the typical video game stuck in my favorite video game trope that won't leave you disappointed i feel like it's a it's a it's a solid piece that would make you go okay this is what isekai are about um another one ascendance of a bookworm i really love this one for people that are definitely nervous about the isekai side for the um the typical the typical vibe this one is literally about a homie training to be a librarian who is crushed by falling books. And all they wish is they're dying. It's, boy, I want to read books forever. <laughs> and they're literally reincarnated with, like, a little five-year-old where books are scarce and only available to rich asses. And so knowing all of her memories, she literally decides to recreate and print her own books so she can read again. It is super fun, super simple, and has the elements of a typical isekai while being absolutely almost feeling like he's outside of the genre. It's a great piece for people that are kind of just like, mm, that looks like it's got a service or that looks like it's a little too much. The comedy is not my kind of comedy. This is a very typical type thing. Plus, if you're not a gamer or the anime techno person that usually sees themselves in a typical isekai, mm-hmm. Uh, that this is a different like this is the for the people that are like well I'm a book nerd and I mentioned before people that like like a Harry Potter or a um or a say you know stumble into a say world kind of rebuild uh, a cruel prince if you will um 
it's that kind of energy I feel like and then another one I consider a gateway is uh, my next life as a villainous now this isn't complete but season one is good enough to like get your vibe on it has a season two with a premise for a season three um it might be a movie I can't recall but the entire concept of this it's once again a video game but it is a tome game as we had mentioned prior and um it is a classic I died once again but um but this one is a reversed harem so if you're like fuck men this is a great one they're all in love with her literally the entire show is all of these men are in love with the villainess because she's tried her hardest to not lose because in the game the villainess is killed and exiled and so she's like i want to be killed or exiled so when she wakes up she tries to do everything she can to protect herself from that and in doing so the person that she is naturally attracts literally everyone men and women attracts everyone in the game all the characters even the main character from the game falls in love with her she's like yeah this is it she's my bestie like, it's like the end of the world and the best part about all of this she has no idea they're in love with her not that she has no romantic feelings in a general sense but i'm not going to pretend i don't head canon ace at katarina because she literally would rather go get snacks people are like i'm gonna marry you and she's like is that pedophiles she's real sweet so that one is a very classic like when you're watching it it's almost like oh, i guess this is an isekai like it's almost like a very slight so if you like romance anime if you were the Oren high school kind of crowd um and you were trying to get an isekai i highly suggest uh my next life to be honest so there you go that's it we both kept that to exactly four and a half minutes each i timed it um so that is in fact all we have for you today yes. i'm so glad we got an isekai episode just a little bit <laughs> just a little bit of one uh but thank you for joining us on this week's episode next week we will be talking about something i'm gonna be frank with you our schedule been a little up and down uh may is a busy month busy month for the team we've got a lot of stuff going on so just check out on instagram for any updates but you will hear from us next week as always you can find any of us at she anime podcast on instagram twitter twitch or you can email us at she anime podcast at gmail.com only one of you ever do you know who you are thanks we're all pretty active on social media so you can always find at least one of us now then until next time bye bye bye